Welcome to the Brave Bird Club podcast. My name is Sarah Oakley. And my name is Lucy Burgess. This show is all about courage, hope, bounce and pants. So pull up your Brave Bird pants and let's get talking. Have you got your toy yet? No. You know, we know all about these custom problems. Have you? Yeah. Big shout out to Hot Octopus for our first PR product. That, as chance would have it, is a dildo. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me exaltations. Good, 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 good vibrations. I just think that's hilarious, though. That the first... Well, no, you, it does arrive because your eyes will be crossed. <laughs> hmm. Okay, anyway, we're not just here to talk about dildos. Vibrators. Dildos have two ends. Have what? Dildos have two ends, don't they? Aren't they just like a rubber thing that you just hitch on each side? No, a dildo's a vibrator. No, a dildo goes in. That's a double-ended dildo. Yeah, but you could have a single-ended dildo. Yeah, but then it's not what you're describing. Can you get a vibrating one? Probably. I don't think I'd want a vibrating dildo. I'd feel like one of those silly sticks. (laughs) I don't think there's a difference. (laughs) I don't think there's a difference between dildos and vibrators. It's the same word. It's just like slang, no? No. Maybe I'm wrong. I think a dildo is more like a penis. Where a vibrator's just a vibrating oh, you thing. learn something new every day. Well, I might be wrong. If anyone does know, just give us a shout out. Let us know. Just shout it out really loud now. We might hear you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While you're listening. <laughs> Why do you want you run? The difference between a vibrator and a dildo is... While you run. Help us out. <laughs> yeah, because people do listen to us while they're doing all manners of things. Yeah, help us out. They might be using their dildo or vibrator. Anyway, get your mind out of the gutter, Sarah, and get on with it. Yeah, get started, because today <laughs> our podcast is celebrating International Women's Day. And so, Woo! for that reason, what are we calling this podcast? Dildos. No, we're not calling it dildos. What are we calling this podcast? We came up with a name and we thought it was really funny. Do you remember? I don't know why I'm quizzing you and not just saying it. Yeah, why are you quizzing me? I've no brain capacity at all. What what did we decide we were going to call it? I can't remember anything. International Fannies Day. Oh, of course. International Fannies Day. Of course. Wonderful. Yes. Well, let's, let's do it. I think that's really, really funny. I'm a bit worried that we're excluding certain groups for people who like oh, identify shit. as women but don't have a fanny. Just, just whatever it is, if you're listening, just we're not meaning to be offensive or forgetting anyone. Tell us if we are. Just, we thought it was quite a funny name. Okay, anyway, you can overthink everything, can't you? <laughs> I think it's a real trend, isn't it? What? Well, people overanalyzing everything, overthinking. People do it all the time. I think it's because there's so much emphasis these days on um, 
mental health and basically what we're doing <laughs> that sort of thing that people think that they have to think about things an awful lot in the, in order to kind of get their head around them when in fact it just is what it is isn't it but anyway if you have a fanny or you want to have a fanny let's celebrate today or you used to have a fanny or you used to have a fanny or you just like fannies or you've just got a fanny sometimes <laughs> who would that be what who likes fannies everyone apart from me apparently no who has a fanny sometimes well they might <laughs> well you never know there are all sorts of products on the market i might be able to pop one on this this podcast for you basically we're just branching out we've actually called it fannies simply so we can get enough of a reaction off enough people that they have to listen (laughs) god you bastards (laughs) if this one doesn't hook you then nothing will you bastards (laughs) (laughs) that is really funny yeah and and true as well okay Seeing as we are celebrating International Fanny's Day, I thought I'd hit people with some facts. Okay. Because I think people like facts. And I think we all celebrate International Women's Day, but we don't actually know what it is. I thought it was about women, in it? But I don't, know, I don't know any more than that. So first of all, International Women's Day originated more than 100 years ago. On February the 28th, 1909, the now-dissolved Socialist Party of America organised the first National Women's Day, which took place on the last Sunday in February. It had to be American, didn't it? Anything to sell a card. (laughs) The celebration got women the vote in Russia. There you go. In 1917, women in Russia honoured the day by beginning a strike for bread and peace as a way to protest World War I and advocate for gender parity. Parity? Cla- parity. Par- equality. Equality. Cesar. C-Z-A-R. How do you pronounce that? Cesar Nicholas II, the country's leader at the time, was not impressed and instructed General Klabalauf of the Petrograd military district to put an end to the protests and to shoot any women who refused to stand down. But the women would not be intimidated and continued their protests, which led the Cesar, I don't know how to say that, to advocate <laughs> just days later. The provisional government then granted women in Russia the right to vote. So there you go, talking about Russia and them being unreasonably... Unreasonable. Doesn't relate to what they're doing today at all, does it? Nothing! It's obviously not Russians who are knobbish, it's just Putin. Well, he's got a few knobs around him as well, Mm. hasn't he? There's a bit of a knob party going on there in the Kremlin. Do you think we'll get shot because of that? I know. It's horrible. It's awful. And that's a genuine thing that so many people face, isn't it? I mean, we're saying it just off the cuff, but people do. They can't They can't say what they want, do what they want, protest what they want. They can't. And that's true in so I many know. countries around the world. So this is, this is I think, now, um, with that in mind, is an amazing thing to celebrate, isn't it? We are so fortunate to be able to do that as women. In 1975, the United Nations, which had dubbed the year International Women's Year, celebrated International Women's Day on March the 8th for the first time. Since then, the UN has become the primary sponsor of the annual event and has encouraged even more countries around the world to embrace the holiday. 
and its goal of celebrating acts of courage and determination by ordinary women who have played extraordinary roles in the history of their countries and communities. Yes. You know what? It's a fucking brave bird day, isn't it? Ooh, we could sell some cards. This is amazing. What a good... And, let me see, it's an official holiday in dozens of countries. Yeah, next year, let's get on this and make it a holiday and make it sell it more. We'll, we'll be super organised by the time next year comes around. We're new guys. We're just finding out. Yeah. Oh, International Women's Day is combined celebration with Mother's Day in several places. I don't know how cheap. people feel That's about them out. tagging the two together. No, crap. That's crap. Apart from anything, mothers come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, and becoming a mum's a choice as well. So is becoming a woman in some cases, as we have already covered. There you go. And last fact of the day that I've just stolen off a website called mentalfloss.com because it's the first one that came up. And it says each year International Women's Day festivities have an official theme. And this year, I believe the theme is hashtag breaking the bias. Okay. I don't know what that means. What would that mean? Breaking the bias means that, like, too long women have not been allowed to reach their full potential because of um, the, bias. the bias that's throughout yeah. our societies. So, basically, because of the way we speak, because of the way we act, because of the way men act, because of patriarchy we have not had a voice as powerful or a status as powerful as men. So it's breaking that narrative and allowing women okay. to step, step into their power individually and collectively. Yeah, okay, that's amazing. That's good. Good, right? So it's all about, about recognising that and supporting it. So how do we support it? What do we do? One technique I was really interested in is this technique called amplification. Mm. And it was used in the White House when Obama was in power. And basically the women found that when they were speaking, they weren't getting listened to as much as the men. You know, typically politicians are male, white and of a certain age or whatever. And they realised, obviously, as women, we have a lot to bring to that. Um, it's actually proven that companies who have split in their boards, men and women, outperform the all or mainly men heads of companies. Anyway, that's a side note. But the women were finding they weren't. Is that the same with all women? Do you know? Don't know. Okay. I know. I'm just interested to see whether it's a mix of the two which is beneficial, or it's just women, or just just you know. Great question. I guess there aren't that many powerful companies or groups of politicians that are solely made up of women. So there probably isn't that data, which is a bit sad. It's a bit sad. Or maybe there is, but no one's ever collected it. Good question, Lucy. Good question. I think you want to, exactly, you want to mix masculine, feminine, we want it all. But these, okay, so Absolutely. these women in the White House use this technique of, of amplification, which basically means if they were in a meeting and a woman said something, it didn't tend to carry as much power as when a guy said it. So what they would do is if a woman said something, another woman would repeat what she said. And I think that's a really good tool for life in general, for people who are disadvantaged and for any reason. Also women, just if you hear a woman speak up, repeat what she said. Give it more power. 
so we're amplifying women I suppose in our bravery stories do you do you repeat it as yours or do you repeat it as theirs how do how do you put that into actual practice so would you would I okay so if you said to me um I need to go out and shout my name from the nearest hill would I go and say I need to go out and shout my name from the nearest hill or Sarah needs to go out and shout her name for the nearest hill. What do I do? You would say, if you were in a meeting, you could say, I just want to acknowledge that Sarah's just said that she wants to go to the top of the hill and shout out her name. And I feel that. And then you can give your point of view. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that is great because... So you're saying what they said, but repeating... Or it can be reworded, it's just, or it can be said exactly the same, just to give the voice a bit more power. Because you know what it's like when you're in those meeting or group scenarios where there's someone whose voice is a bit quieter and they just don't get heard. I've never been in those situations. No, me and you are both quite vocal. But, and yes, we are both quite vocal. Um, but I, I can honestly say I've never been in a kind of corporate situation I've never been in a meeting situation I've never been in a business meeting not once not once it's always been just me or just me and and one other yeah which I think a lot of women find themselves in I really do, because they don't necessarily go for the corporate jobs. They don't necessarily do all that. Um, they don't necessarily... I mean, they no. do, obviously, but they don't, they don't do it as much as men um, for whatever reason. They're not pushed enough. They don't feel they can or, or whatever. Um, and I, I feel a lot of women don't have the experience. Well, we spoke about this before, about how in bringing up your girls being careful that of the words you're using to describe them, so not calling pretty and beautiful all the time, thinking of other ways that you'd probably be more likely to describe your son, like brave, articulate, you know, took control of that situation, enabling them to be brave, brave birds. Mm. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, sexism rife in, all the co- in those companies, women not getting listened to. Absolutely. And then when women speak up, they become the difficult women. People play off that narrative. But there's also the yes, yes, agree. But in the same, in the same, what I was just saying before about I've never been in a situation like that. So I think not only have I never been in a situation like that, there are people out there, men out there, whatever, in in these businesses that are also not used to it. It's a learning curve um, for women getting their their voices heard, but it's also a learning curve for men to basically rethink don't they, what they've been brought up with, especially in like um, our generation older. A lot of these men have been brought up thinking they are the breadwinners, they are the sort of the head of the family, sit at the head of the table, they are the, and that's how they, that's what their fathers were, that's what their grandfathers were. And it's, it does, it's, it's easy to say, you know, women need to be heard, women need, but also other people need education on how to rethink when you've spent your whole life it takes more than someone with a banner saying, let's be heard, we're women on International Women's Day. It takes more than that. It takes a drip feed of education starting I from agree. the absolute get-go. So although there are lots of sort of big cheeses out there sitting in their big offices, smoking their big cigars, thinking, ha-ha, but I'm a man and I'm clever. But 
if if that's all they've ever been taught, how much anger can you really have towards them when it's up to us to sort of push the message forward? Yeah. And also it's it's hard because it blurs the lines like if a man's chivalrous, then is that patronising? You know what I mean? If if a man's attra- if a man, a guy who works in an office is attractive and flirts with another woman, you know, whereas for years there's been flirting going on in offices, women use it to their advantage. <clears throat> women have been used women have been using their their looks and using ways to enhance them forever, forever. Only thing going from putting charcoal around your eyes to wearing a pair of high heels, you know. And it, it, I'm not saying that it isn't for us. It is for us. It is why we do it. And it's it's not just for men. And it's an, it is a bit of empowerment. But also, it's so we get accepted, liked. We want to feel attractive to whoever it is we are trying to appeal to. So we do exactly the same. We wear these things to try and get what we want. Very true. No one puts high heels on because they're comfy. <laughs> do they? It's true. And I think that's the thing with the patriarchy as well. It's quite difficult because it's like you want them to find you attractive. Say in an office environment, you want them to find you attractive, but you also want to be seen as intelligent and, and, and I don't know, dynamic. But... All of us women are our biggest problem generally. For me, what it is, I've heard this, for men, their biggest fear is that they're weak. For women, their biggest fear is that they're unattractive. It's just fascinating. So we're all playing in our roles, all trying to find our way out and just want people to... That's really deep set, isn't it? That's really, really deep, deep set. set. Yeah. And then as well, you have the thing where say what's going on in Ukraine at the moment and we're all fighting for equality maybe you can help explain this to me I don't know sometimes the feminist movement there are sort of dark sides of it right it's like with any movement it starts with a good intention ethically sound and then you get people running with it and bringing out the shadow side with I know religion with veganism with feminism with all these different things but essentially it's it's equality of opportunity right but then say yeah the war's happening in Ukraine and it's all the men who get called to fight. It's not the women. So we are different. They are physically stronger. And yeah, I posted a picture of a woman the other day with a gun saying women fight for Ukraine too. And there are loads of brave birds out there doing that. However, it calls into question all kinds of things, what we expect from men. We expect them to give us equal power. Yeah, oh no, but you'll be the one who goes and fights. It's very confusing finding your way in it and through it. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think, I think, well, this is where it gets muddy, isn't it? Because you've got, um, like, with the Olympics, you've got um, transgender swimmers swimming against women. Um, they are women. You know what I mean? Born women that are smaller, that are less muscular, and that physically are not going to have the advantage. And that's where it gets really muddy because you don't... Everybody wants anybody and everybody to be as included as they can. I have got absolute respect, absolute respect, not only for an athlete, any athlete, but for an athlete that's gone through a gender reassignment or or had 
you know, obviously these massive life issues and, and they've come through it and they've been supported and they are not only amazing athletes, but they're standing up at the pinnacle, you know, they're in the, at the Olympics. And then to be told, actually, we've got no way really for you. That's the problem. It's not that they're swimming against women. It's that they are not accepted. The community is not, probably is big enough by now, but to be able to have a category Sometimes there need to be categories. They just do. Nobody wants to be put into a box, but when it comes to what you are physically capable of, it's nothing to do with who you are as a person, whether you're good, bad, indifferent, I don't care. It's just what you are physically capable of. It's like the old, you wouldn't ask, you wouldn't judge a fish climbing a tree, would you? It's not going to happen. You're going to judge a fish by how it swims. And it's exactly the same. And it's... There is this whole kind of, oh, I can't be offended. You're being rude. It's just, it's just so fucking difficult to get it right. If my daughter trained her whole life in freestyle, and I swim, let's talk about swimming costume, swimming competitions, and then she would have had a gold, but she didn't get the gold because she was um, beaten by someone who had used to be a man, was had that physical advantage... I don't know how I'd feel about that. You know, ponies are incredible. They've got four-wheel drive. They're hardy. They stay out. They've, they've got their worth their weight in gold. But I wouldn't race a pony against a thoroughbred racehorse because it wouldn't fucking win. It's built differently. Do you know? Although they've both got these qualities. I like the way we've gone on a tangent then. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Let's bring it back to the fannies. So. <laughs> How's yours? how's mine did you just say just asked you how yours was it's all right is it still there is it still sideways i always thought that was weird (laughs) sideways what do you mean you know that sarah hunter she's weird she's got a sideways fanny (laughs) this goes the wrong way A letterbox. <laughs> when everyone else has a, what do they have? A bank. A, a bank drop. Well, I've got a bank drop. Sarah's got a letterbox. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that out there. People can think whatever they like. Um, but where was I getting to? Oh, yeah. One of the things I love about... Yeah. We are embracing International Women's Day, right? And we are supporting yeah, women. We really we're are. always here to support women. And that's growing and recognising what we're doing right and also recognising what we're doing wrong. Growth is, in, yeah, it's the both, right? But one thing I love, and the reason I liked it when you said call it International Fanny's Day, is <laughs> I feel like there is a whole movement that is powered by pussy power. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's quite interesting is, you know the word C-U-N-T, I'm not about to say it. You can go for it if you Cunt. like. That is like the most powerful... Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't care. That is like the most powerful word yeah. in the English language, right? What's yeah, more yeah. powerful and what is it named after? Mm. Pussy. Well, it's the fact... Well, it's said it's a bad thing, isn't it? Isn't it? When you say somebody's a cunt... It's, you know, you are saying someone's a pretty bastard. You know, that's about as bad as it can get. 
Um, whereas actually, fannies are quite good, aren't they? That's why I like the turnaround on it. What's been used? They're amazing. In... I wonder who decided. That's what I mean. People use it as bad, but I like the thought of like, oh yeah, you may have used that to describe something negative, but actually, what word have you picked to be that powerful? Oh yeah. That's the word. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think we should all celebrate, celebrate the fanny. Say it. <laughs> Say what? Say it. Say what? Say, Say the word. Yeah. Go on. Do it no, quietly. I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. But what's really interesting, though, is as well. No, I can't think what's really interesting. <laughs> I'm just trying to bypass the conversation if you're trying to make me turn the word. <laughs> uh, I can't say it. I can't do it. No, you can't. I could do it if we were in private. Build up to it. You say munt to start with. Say munt. I could say it if we were in private. It's just the thought. There's something which you have much less than me and I really admire about you. You have no filter. Whilst we're recording, I have an awareness that we're recording. You don't give it doesn't you wouldn't care if you're sat you're recording there are a thousand people in front of you ten thousand you still say the thing whereas my brain works like who's looking who's looking at me what are they thinking while i speak okay i'm gonna say it no i'm not no i'm not <laughs> it's like jumping in a cold pool <laughs> i'm gonna go i can't do it i'm like edging around the sides no i'm gonna save it i'm gonna save that one i feel like we can bring that back in, a, in an episode, in the future, when I get that personal power, I'm just going to say it randomly. It's going to be um, titled Sarah Says Cunt. Yeah, there'll be no peer pressure from Lucy. I'm just going to, like, <laughs> <laughs> do it my own time. <laughs> You're just going to slip it in there. <laughs> no, it's all good. Right then, have we finished for today? Uh, just happy International Women's, Women's Day. Yeah, celebrate you. Yeah, you're bloody awesome. Big up to those brave birds in Russia and Ukraine. And, and, you know, there must be loads of people in Russia that aren't happy at the moment with the situation. And they've got to be brave. Oh, my God, absolutely. Oh, God, just hit the dog. I forgot he was under there. He's under a blanket. Oh, sorry, Al. What was I saying? Never underestimate the power of brave bird knickers. Just knocked a dog out. (laughs) They just knocked the dog out. Oh, sorry, Al. Yeah. Oh, like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Oh, I've joined TikTok. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse. Sarah's on Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Where else? Twitter, LinkedIn. We're going omnipresent. Sarah's going to hunt you down with a letterbox. All right. Have a lovely week, guys. We will see you again next week. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. To show us some support and help us reach more people, please leave us a review. And why not recommend us to a friend? And remember, the conversation does not end here. We're excited to get to know you and for you to mix and find inspiration within our Brave Bird community. Find us below by clicking on the links to our socials. Thanks again for listening, guys. And don't forget, wherever you go, always wear your Brave Bird knickers.